What's going on, guys? I am back in here with another segment. And we are going to discuss a couple of moves in free agency. Uh, the, M- the NBA, obviously, free agency. Um, <clears throat> and there has been some, some, some interesting things going on. We'll start out with the Bulls and Zach Levine uh, agreeing to a max deal. Um, you know, you can always go team up, um, with someone, but I guess maybe Zach Levine took a look out there and then decided that, (laughs) excuse me, Chicago was his best move. And, um, I agree with the boo. I do. I, I do think. I don't know that they beat Milwaukee, but maybe, maybe I don't. I don't know. I mean, we. You just don't know how how much injuries could affect a team's play. But having watched the Bulls uh, this year, when when Lonzo Ball was on the court, they were a. I'm, I might even say borderline top five team. Um. With Vucevic being a threat from inside and out. Levine on the outside, DeRozan in the regular season was a big threat. Uh, and then Lonzo Caruso were locking people up along with shooting threes. Um, you had enough bench depth. Maybe they could have gave Milwaukee a run, but I think at the end Giannis probably still would have been too much for him. Um, but it's a good move for Chicago. They needed to do this. Uh, this was this was this was needed. I, I don't know, like I said, that there was another another move. Um, but five years, two hundred fifteen million max deal, um, player option in that fourth that fourth uh, that fourth. Uh, I'm sorry, that fifth year as a player option. So. A lot of other moves. Otto Porter winds up signing with Toronto Raptors, a two-year deal. Um, and it, it fits what they like to do, which is guys from 6'7 to 6'9 with a 7'2 wingspan, right? So um, Porter played 63 games, which was huge for him because he, he does have a, a touch of the injury bug, um, which when you're, when you're that size I, I would probably say it's almost to be expected right so uh, but it, it, I think it's a good move for Toronto it was probably something they were lacking um, before the playoffs started last year was a guy who you could put on the floor like that outside of OG who could create his own shot and shoot the three you know he's a career 40% shooter and he shoots, I believe they said 45% from the right, the right corner. So, you know, it's huge. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. Um, it's a it's a good, good signing for them. Josef Nurkic stays in Portland four years, 70 million. Um, you know, Nurkic, he's one of those players who... His value to Portland is probably higher than his value would be anywhere else. 
Um, he's a good player. You know, this is a good player contract right here. Four years, $70 million. You're getting somewhere around basically 18 a year something like that that's that's about what he is he's a he's a 18 million dollar player you know he's not good on offense he's not bad on offense he's kind of he's better than average for sure i guess i would say he's good on offense defensively probably average to slightly above average defensively right so that that would be the markings of a good player that you're not great at anything but you're good at everything. That's probably what I'd say Nurkic is, right? So um, it, it, it makes sense. John Wall agrees to deal with the Clippers two years, $13 million. Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, it's a, it's an interesting move. I don't know that... I My opinion of the Clippers, I've, I've said it last couple times I've got on here. Um, I think they're the only team who can beat Golden State in the West anyway before the John Wall signing, I, you know, I have to see it. Can he stay healthy? Um, who's going to be his running mates? Are they going to trade? Are they going to, you know, we don't know if they're done making moves. <sighs> so we'll see what happens with John Wall. Um, I'm sorry, with the, with the Clippers. It's a good move, I guess. Um, I don't I don't see him starting over Reggie Jackson. He's not better than Reggie Jackson. Right? I mean... I don't know other than speed. He's not a better shooter. He's not a better creator. He's he might be a better finisher, but I don't think it's going to be so great that it's you know. Now, if you tell me he's a better defender, then okay, I could I could see something being there. Um, so, you know, I, he he's a good defender. Um and maybe in that instance you can interchange them. Uh, they are different players, though. Like, Reggie Reggie is a little bit more of a score, isolation um, score. I think John Wall is a little bit of that, too. Maybe a bit bit, bit more willing to get up and down the floor. I just think with Reggie, though, at the end of the game, I can give him the ball and he can get a bucket, right? And that's the thing that, you know, and he can shoot the three very well. So those are the two things that's going to separate him. Now, with that said, Reggie can be picked on at times on defense. So I, I could see the logic there from the Clippers. I mean, we're being honest here. You got Kawhi, you got PG. Uh, they signed Zubak yesterday. Uh, again, Zubak, not a great center, you know. Um, he's a good center, right? So uh, that's kind of how I feel about John Wall. You know, if something happens to Reggie or... In a pinch, yeah. I mean, you go ahead and you play, and 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 you and you see what's going to happen there. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks, you know, they said they weren't done making moves. They were right. They trade uh, Kevin Herter to the Kings, and it stands for Justin Holiday, Maurice Harkless, and a future first-round pick. The future draft pick is lottery protected in 2024, and it's top 12 protected in 2025, and top 10 protected in 2026. So, this is interesting. Um, I don't think Justin Holiday is better than Kevin Herter, but I guess their thinking is he's going to be a free agent or, or somebody's going to have to extend him, and they didn't want that to be them. 
So you go ahead, you get a guy who can shoot. He can defend a little bit. Um, basically a 3 and D guy in its purest form. Kevin Hurd is a little bit more than that. I think he can create his own shot. He still has a ton of upside because he's young, right? Uh, 23, 24 years old. You know what? Is he, though? I remember because he came out of Maryland. So maybe he's a little older than I think he is. No, he's 23. <laughs> I was right. I was right. Um, Ricky Rubio resigned with with the Cleveland Cavs, three years, eighteen million dollars. Um, you know, again, his value to them is more. You know, for everybody, for for his value to them is is higher than it would be maybe on the open market, right? They like what he did for them. He fits their identity. They're a defensive club, right? They've got a lot of guys, um, and he fits that. He can stick point guards. He can run the offense. You know, so solid signing for them. Jalen Brunson, uh, four years, $104 million. And, and the Knicks, this is what they do. You know, I, I don't think Jalen Brunson's that kind of player. I know we watched him be great um, for Dallas, but I, I, he's 6'1". He doesn't impact the game on the defensive side of the ball. Um. I, I, this is this is a, a typical Knicks move, um, and just sometimes they just sign people just to sign people. Now I'm not saying they didn't have a need at point guard; they did, but I'm not giving Jalen Brunson 104 million. I, I can't do that because he's not a 100 million dollar player. He's just not. You know, you you can't impact the game defensively. He's a good shooter, right? Is he a, is he a great facilitator? I don't know about that. You know, we'll find out. You know, the Knicks have some decent pieces for sure on offense. Um, but defensively, he's always going to be a liability. He's always going to get attacked. Um, I, I, it's, that's, it, it's interesting. <laughs> um, Derek Jones Jr. for the Bulls, he stays two years, six point six million. Um, player option in the second year. That's a good signing for the Bulls. I thought he was a, a solid role player. Um, the thing that holds Derek Derek <laughs> Derek Jones back is he's an athlete, but he's short. Right? He's about six six. So yeah, you can play him small ball four, small ball five, but I mean, his athleticism is the only thing that keeps him on the court, right? Um, he's a solid defender, not great. He's an okay shooter, not solid. <laughs> like, so, um, you know, I, again, for them, I, he, he played a role. He did that well, and it's a, it's a good signing for them. Um, Kevin Looney. I'm sorry, Kevon Looney. Return to the Warriors three years, twenty five million, and congratulations to him. He he had an outstanding postseason, and he's a guy who has overcome a ton. And you know he's he's 
he's been great. He really has been great um, for them. And, and congrats to them. I, it's a good move. It's a no-brainer. Um, and the Celtics <laughs> trade for Malcolm Brogdon, which was the one thing they needed was a point guard. Um, it'll be interesting. Uh, they traded Daniel Theus, who I like, Aaron Naismith, and a 2023 first-round pick. Um, it would have been interesting to see if he was on this team uh, what would have happened uh, they also agreed to a deal with Don Leo Gallinari I cannot pronounce his name so that's another good he's a stretch four right he can, he can create his own shot a little bit too so you know th those two moves I mean they're pretty good moves depth Right? I don't know. You don't necessarily have to take Marcus Smart out of the starting lineup. Um, but I do think that, I guess if you don't want Tatum to take the pounding of playing at the four, right? Like, for instance, as we're going to talk about, he would he would be sticking players like Cat at the four. So, I guess you can't, you can't, either Brogman's coming off that bench or Marcus Smart is coming off the bench. You know, and then and then who's your closing five man lineup? I guess that would be a interesting question. But I guess honestly, you could play all four of them: uh, Brown, Tatum, Brogdon, and Smart, and then Robert Williams. Right? I guess that's a pretty good five man unit, right? So, yeah, I mean that's 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 huge. Also, they agreed to a deal with um, Williams too. I can't think of his name. Um. But yeah, the Celtics. I mean, I, look, I, I, I think injuries played a factor in in the entire playoffs as they seem to do now for some reason. Uh, but um, they're right there. They're going to be right there again. Um, hey, they're the defending Eastern Conference champions. So until somebody beats them, you got to look at them and say, hey, it's it it might be uh. They might be right back where they were at this year. And the big news of the day um, is Rudy Gobert to the Timberwolves. This is one that I'm just not sure about this move. This move, I I I don't I don't quite see it you know it feels like the Timberwolves are zigging when everybody else is zagging right where they're saying let's double up and let's go after a, a guy who much maligned Rudy Gobert but in the playoffs, he has been getting played off the floor the last two postseasons. That's why I'm confused at this move because in the regular season, I can see you saying he's going to have a huge impact. You know, we've got D'Angelo Russell, who's not exactly a great defensive player. Cat um, is not a great defensive player. You traded away a couple of good defensive players. Like um, Patrick Beverly, 
that's what I can't I can't quite understand what the because let's say you had Rudy Gobert against Memphis. Do you win? I mean I I, I guess their thinking is they got out rebounded so badly in a few of those games that they look at it and say that was our main problem. But I don't think that was their main problem. I don't think that's maybe I can't if you get out rebounded, you get out rebounded, and so that is a problem by default. But Rudy Gobert fixes one problem but gives you a host of other ones, right? Although I guess Hmm. Now I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of in real time thinking about this and I'm thinking to myself on offense I can see what they see. If D'Angelo Russell runs the pick and roll with Rudy Gobert, Cat is going to be way out at the top of the key somewhere, right? Or or on the hash. You have to guard him. Then you have um Anthony Edwards on one side of the court. Cat will be on the other side of the court. You got some kind of corner shooter in the corner. And then the defense is going to have to react to Rudy Gobert, right? Because once he runs that pick and roll, he's automatically going to roll. Everything opens up. And if D'Angelo can see it, there's going to be assists to be had all over the place. So offensively, I get that part. But defensively, when you get to the postseason, teams that you run against, maybe not in the first round, but from the second round onward, you're going to play five-out teams. You're going to play teams that are going to make him guard a shooter. So that's where I'm confused because I'm like, this guy doesn't get you to more than the second round, in my opinion. Yeah, do you have a budding star in Anthony Edwards? Cat is cat. Yes, that's true. But are they enough to beat Golden State? Because if you put Rudy Gobert on the floor against Golden State, they're going to run him off the court. Now, with that said, can Cat conceivably, you know, take advantage of Draymond Green? Of course he can. Of course he can. But that's kind of the thing. You've created a liability here while trying to fix a weakness. And that liability is, look at the last two postseasons. Did you see what Dallas did? Dallas was worse than what the Clippers did. What the Clippers did was basically say, we're going to play small, but Marcus Morris is going to be our five. Terrence Mann is going to be the guy that we're going to put you against because he's the worst shooter out of everybody. Well, Terrence Mann basically took them in game six two years ago to the conference finals because Rudy Gobert was in no man's land. He couldn't do anything. And it wasn't all his fault. They put him out there for that. But that's what I'm saying. With the league going to more and more shooting, more and more playing you off the floor, if you're a big. And then the other problem that I haven't even talked about is Cat is a defensive liability himself. So you put those two on the court. 
in a series with the Warriors? Because we're going to play worst case scenario here, right? Because if you're saying Rudy Gobert is the missing piece to a championship, okay, that means you're going to run into the Warriors at some point, or you're going to run into Denver, right? Or you're going to you're going to run into one of these teams that has a guard who you're going to have to account for. So if you play Steph Curry, yeah, I know Robert Williams was hobbling and hurt, but Al Horford wasn't, and he cooked Al Horford, right? And Al Horford's a very good defender, even at his age, right? Well, what is he going to do to Cat and, and, and Rudy Gobert, who, though Rudy Gobert is a good defensive player, I think the Warriors will take Steph against Rudy Gobert any day of the week in a pick and roll. <laughs> or in an isolation situation. I just don't think they didn't I don't think they completely thought this one out because not only did you give give up four players, you gave up four first round picks. That's the that's why I'm baffled at this. I could see you saying we get this guy, we're going to, you know, and he's he's a, he's a missing piece. Okay, fine. But you don't pay a king's ransom for him. Right? Like, like, think about it like this. It's almost like the Deshaun Watson thing, right? Which I will talk about whenever the suspension is, is finally sent down. Because the Browns gave Deshaun Watson $230 million guarantee, it indirectly affects the rest of the market. The Browns weren't thinking about that when they made that move. They weren't saying, well, this is going to you know, affect every other QB trying to get an extension. But guess what? That's what it did. And that's what I mean with this move. That's what I don't understand about it. You can't give up four first-round picks for Rudy Gobert, even if they're at the end of the first round, because he's not that kind of player. Now, four first-round picks for KD, okay. But the Nets got to be sitting there saying, hold up. He got four first-round picks and four players? How can we look for anything less than that? Just like the quarterbacks, like Lamar Jackson would say, to the Ravens ownership. Hey, wait a minute. I've done more than Deshaun Watson. Why wouldn't we start at $230 million guaranteed? And that's the problem, right? So we'll see. I mean, I'd be happy to be wrong on this, but I just don't see how you survive a series against Chris Paul. Even, even, as, even as he's aging before our eyes, he still has enough in a tank to cook Rudy Gobert or Cat or whoever it is. You need that guy. You need that 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 guard who could just cook, right? You go up against Devin Booker. He's gonna cook those two guys, man. Kawhi, Paul. George. I mean, even without the guard, they're gonna cook. Reggie Jackson's gonna cook. I mean, you're gonna run into one of those three teams more than likely, right? In the first or second round, you're gonna run into either Phoenix, the Clippers, or Denver. Maybe even Portland, right? Who have two guards, Anthony Simons and Dame Lillard, right? And you mean to tell me that this guy is going to be the reason you beat them? I don't think that. I do not see that. Because I've seen two postseasons in a row where D Dallas was worse. I never even got into it. Because Dallas said, we're going to put false five smalls on the floor. Ran them off the court. Completely off the court. Of course, now this sets up Donovan Mitchell being traded. Where would he possibly go? I don't know. Um, maybe he would be in a trade for Brooklyn but to me if I'm Utah 
would you settle for anything less? I mean, you got you got four first round picks for Rudy Gobert. What could you get for for Donovan Mitchell? Right? If I'm a team like Charlotte, if I'm a, a, a pseudo contender, right? Atlanta, you know that that's not really there, but they're gonna be in the playoff. That kind of team where they're like, okay, a first round win is your ceiling, right? Or 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 Philadelphia, right? Where where you know they're trying to unload them, but they're trying to get a lot too, right? What what would you give for a Donovan Mitchell? Now, me for me personally, Donovan Mitchell, good player, good player. Um, I I think he's he's a score first. Better defender this past season. Um, I don't know that he can be. I don't know. I mean, I guess it would depend on who you paired him with, because he's not this guy. He's not like okay, KD goes to your team, your instant contenders. You know, so I don't. I don't know how you would do it, right? I mean, that that's a it's an interesting thought, but I just don't know what team. You could put them on right now and say, like like I said, I mentioned Charlotte because I was like, okay, you got Ball, you got, you know, they, they say they're going to keep Miles Bridges. You got a couple pieces there. Maybe maybe that's the start of something, right? Because then you have that that superstar. You know, maybe he's not a top 10, but he's he, he can definitely get you into the postseason and then you kind of see what happens from there. But um, where else would he go that... that that would 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 make them like okay this is the next point because to me I would probably say uh the Bulls maybe if you got rid of DeRozan replaced him with but then you'd be you might be a little too small but I don't know I mean I, I I'd rather have Donovan Mitchell than DeRozan I'm just I, he's proven he's not a postseason player now every year he's been in the postseason. So we can't keep thinking it's going to change. It's not going to change. This is who he is. He's going to light it up during the regular season, and then when the postseason gets here, chances are he's going to disappoint, right? So um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll have to think about that, and we'll see, you know, what are some of the reports and stuff, but... Where do you put Donovan Mitchell? I don't. I don't know where you would. I don't know where he goes, and he instantly makes that team. Okay, they're going to be a threat in the West or in the East. You know, unless you go to somewhere like Detroit, where you've got a guy who's definitely going to be a star or a superstar in Cade Cunningham. Um, maybe Toronto. Those are the two teams that I would. You know, where okay, I've got Scotty Barnes, I've got you know Siakam, I've got FVV. Um, or or Detroit, I've got Cade, I've got Sadiq Bay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you've got some young, talented pieces where, where giving them a guy like that would make them they put about another level, you know, and I don't I don't know if they're there yet, but you know um it'll be interesting to see. We we, we, we definitely um are gonna continue to wait and see this news and then as the dominoes keep falling, guys, you'll keep hearing from me. So appreciate you guys listening, and uh, I will be back next time.